Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we have a crazy story of revenge involving poisoning. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, witchy girl asked my boyfriend to kiss her, so I locked her up in the bathroom. I met this girl Zara at a party. She was introduced by the host, my friend, and the first thing she did after joining our friendship circle was to hit on my boyfriend. Later, I spoke to her directly in private and told her that he's not single. I was expecting her to respect the girl code and apologize for what she did, but you know what this dumb-faced witch said? She said she can get any man she wants and if he really likes me, time will tell. I left her because I trusted my boyfriend Malik, but I told him to be careful with her. Unfortunately, I didn't know this Zara witch was so bold. She even went ahead to ask Malik to kiss her. Once I got a chance to, I almost confronted her in public and caused a scene. But what was even better was that she went into the restroom. I saw a chance to get rid of her and not need to worry about her for the rest of the night. Locking her up in the toilet was a brilliant idea and nobody knew it was me. So sneaky little Zara stayed there until somebody got tools to jack the door open. Serves her right for messing around with my man. Malik and I had only been dating for two weeks then. We didn't care what people were saying about our relationship because the idea that was being carried around was that we were not compatible for each other and our relationship was going to be one of those short ones. We're still together till now. The people that spread these rumors said that I was only dating him to look good. He is good looking and rich. I am too. They said it wasn't true love just a status thing because Malik recently broke up with his ex. It was bull because we were really in love. One of our mutual friends Patrick was throwing a party that summer. This party was the biggest thing we waited for. There were drinks and lots of wild games. The people came from all over the place just to attend. And Patrick was very good with throwing parties. Beach parties, pool parties, house parties, night parties. He had organized them all. We talked about this one for weeks after the invitation was sent out. Every meetup was about who did get an invite and who did not. Malik and I were not a couple when we received our invites, but we hung out as friends who knew we liked each other. Then finally he popped the question and I said yes to being his girlfriend. Patrick told our small friendship group that his cousin was coming all the way from Africa to spend the summer with his family. He wanted us to meet her because he thought she was so cool and had some of the best party vibes that he had ever seen. We were really excited to meet her, though we never even spoke to her before. All we saw were pictures from Patrick and her nice Instagram account. We were willing to add her to our group because Patrick said she was cool. That's Ben, Tracy, Yolanda, and Malik and I. Finally, she flew in, and I didn't get the chance to see her until the party. Malik did. He had lunch with Patrick, Tracy, and Yolanda before the party and Zara was there. It was just lunch in the afternoon, so maybe he didn't get to see her true colors then. I was working, so I couldn't make it but I told Patrick to apologize to her for me because that was supposed to be the official introduction of Zara into the new group. Malik came back and started talking about Zara and how she looked like an African princess or something. I thought there was more to it, but he told me that it was just superficial beauty. Our relationship was young, so I had my doubts. Out of worry, I already told him to stay away from her. I didn't even know that during the party, she was going to ignore all the boundaries and dare the impossible. The day of the party came and it was to be held in a house that Patrick rented in the night. Everyone was there. There were people I'd only seen on Instagram and more people who had moved out of the area years ago. 
all of us, young and beautiful. We were just vibing to the music and drinks. Our DJ was really killing it with the beats while we were having fun on the dance floor. I still hadn't met Zara, but I saw her on the dance floor twerking like it was a nightclub. Drinks were poured and money was spraying on her. People were hailing her moves like she invented twerking. When that time phased out, I tried to get her attention so that I could finally introduce myself. I was like, hi, I'm Gigi. Patrick must have told you about me. She smiled and introduced herself too. Her voice was so friendly. She had seen me on the dance floor and complimented my moves. Later, she said that we should both pick men to dance on. I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. Her shock was not amusing. Since she had met Malik before and Patrick said he talked about our group tour, I thought she would have known that I was dating Malik. You've met my boyfriend Malik, I said. I saw her smile stop so fast. Is there a problem, I asked. No, she said, it's just that he never mentioned it to me. Oh, maybe he never had the chance to, I said. No, he did, she laughed and stepped back. See you around, Gigi. I hope you're enjoying the party my cousin threw. I was at the point that I knew that Zara was a witch. She was in my city telling me to enjoy the party her cousin threw. Which knew that I was the one who was supposed to be telling her to have fun in the city that I grew up in. She had stayed only a few days and already felt so comfortable in the group. Which had to go because those parties were more or less like a friendship thing. It was for our little group. So that already made me have my eyes on her. But first, I was going to ask Malik what she meant by him having the chance to say that he had a girlfriend but not saying it. Somebody was not being honest. He let me know what happened at lunch when they met. I wasn't the paranoid girlfriend who asked my boyfriend for the rundown of his day, so when he just mentioned that Zara was pretty, I didn't realize that they had time to talk. Malik told me that they actually had time to speak during lunch. She was checking him out, asking about his job, and telling him that he really looked good. Malik said that he didn't think it was important because it was just a friendly compliment, but I was beginning to think that it was not. I asked him if she had spoken to him during the party, and he said yes. In fact, she told him that she was looking forward to seeing him at the party. I was so disappointed. No part of what he told me sounded like just a friendly gesture. She was obviously hitting on him and he was acting clueless. Well, I told him what just happened on the dance floor and it looked more like I was in a competition with her. Then he assured me that if she made any move, he would tell her that he was with me. I liked what I heard, so I went back to enjoying the party. My eyes were on Zara and when I couldn't find her again, my eyes were on Malik. He was not, and I knew that girls would want to jump him the moment I wasn't looking. But Malik had never given me the reason to not trust him. When Zara saw that I wasn't there again, she actually went over to Malik and started twirling her braids and flirting. I could see her smiling and touching Malik's arm. He looked uncomfortable, like he was looking around for me. Obviously at this point, the whole party mood fell off me. I was not having it with Zara. I waited for her to leave my boyfriend, and then I went to meet her privately. I was like, girl, you know you're fine and you can have literally any boy in the party, so why are you wasting your time on someone who is already in love with another person? Zara backed up and told me to chill. She was only confirming what I told her earlier. I don't even care about your man, it's just what happened during that lunch when you're not there. He was not straightforward. Obviously I was flirting and he was having it, so I only assumed he was single. Plus, I didn't come here to look for a man to be with, so no thank you. I'm not going to look for a man to be with. I'm not going to look for a man to be with. If I want your guy though, I can have him. And he didn't say he was in a relationship. 
She clicked her tongue and walked away yet again, leaving me really triggered and confused. I was being sent back and forth, first from Zara to Malik, then to Zara again and now. I really wanted to find out from Malik what she meant by him letting her flirt and all. Still, I didn't want to cause a scene, especially because Patrick the host was my friend. It was him that I went to this time with some questions about how Malik acted on the lunch date. Patrick was like, Zara and him became quick friends and all, explaining how they swiftly started a conversation and then left the table. My jaw dropped, but when they came back, I told Zara that what she was doing with the man, he has a girlfriend, he said. Oh, so she knew, I said. Patrick asked what was up. I didn't want to involve him, so I just said that I wanted to introduce myself to Zara, and I didn't know that if I could talk to her myself or if Malik could help me do that because they had met before. Patrick was like, no way. He was going to introduce the two of us by himself because he thought we were two ladies with the largest personalities that he knew. I quickly declined and told him I felt better doing it myself. Though he was confused, I had to leave him like that just so that I could leave my private matters private and not involve anyone or make a scene. Malik had moved from where he was when I got out of the VIP lounge. Now I just had to look for him. Zara was nowhere to be found too. I saw Tracy and asked her if she saw him, and she directed me outside. The whole compound was part of the party area, so it didn't mean anything wrong that Malik was outside. I found him, but before I started talking, he was already filling me in with what just happened. Apparently Zara was there and was telling him to kiss her, tugging on his shirt and pulling him closer. I asked where she had gone, and he told me that she went to use the toilet to throw up. That was perfect because I could comfortably confront her in the restroom and only a few people, if any, would find out about our showdown. I didn't know which bathroom she was in, but I walked into the nearest one and found her there. Her back was to me and her face was in the sink. I was about to scream at her, but my mind went to the key that was at the door. Since she hadn't seen me yet, I could quickly pull the key out and lock her up in the bathroom. That was exactly what I did for the fun of it. I didn't intend to leave her there for too long, until I realized what I had done. When Zara wanted to leave, she started screaming and banging on the door, causing a noise. People were attracted to the commotion, so I had to hide myself in the crowd. Malik came to ask me what I had done. I knew I had to tell him the truth, so I did. He thought it was funny, but luckily for us, we were not the only ones laughing. Some other people just thought the idea of being locked up was a neat party trick. We just came off as the less concerned people. Patrick was called to ask for the spare keys, but he had none, since it was just a rented house. He was so confused as to how Zara had already got off on the wrong foot with someone who could want to do something like that to her. He asked her who she thought it was, and she said it was definitely me, but I denied it of course. Then she started giving other names. It was hilarious. Few days and she already suspected that she had that many haters. Patrick was even so embarrassed that he started complaining. Apparently Zara always got herself mixed up in trouble wherever they went and she promised to be on her good behavior. I could not stop laughing. He called the leasing company and they said it would take them a while to get there. Patrick had to use the tools he found in the house. Somebody offered to do it for them without causing much damage. I was sorry that Patrick had to pay but seeing Zara stepped out of the bathroom looking all haggard and frustrated was compensation enough. Patrick came to apologize to all the people who saw. He scolded his cousin for always putting them in a mess. He was not going to bring her in any of our hangouts anymore, and that was good enough for me. 
I didn't have to bother about her for the rest of summer. We gathered afterwards and I found out that Zara had gone home. Patrick was apologizing once again to the group for bringing someone so problematic into the group. He assured us that that would be the last of her we would see. I'm not gonna lie, as soon as OP told us about how they found Malik and Zara were no longer inside at the party, I thought she was gonna find out that Malik was some kind of backstabbing cheater, but it actually turns out that they seemed pretty open and upfront about what was going on, which I'm sure for OP was a great relief. Although, am I wrong in saying that his behavior still seems a little questionable? I mean, how little they divulged, they didn't say they were in a relationship when she was clearly flirting? Our next story is, stepsister bullied me in school, so I poisoned her cake. The time I had a stepsister has to be the turning point in my life. The time my life took a turn for the worst. Before then, I was an only child. The pride of my parents. We were a happy family. We weren't rich. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My dad worked in construction, but we had all we needed and that was enough. I was a smart kid, I did well in school, straight A's were a normal thing for me and I couldn't have asked for anything more. But as we all know in life, you can't have it all and even if you do, not for long. During the summer before my freshman year of high school, my mom got sick. At first it was just the normal weakness, so she didn't think much of it. She decided to take a break from her work. She owned a pastry shop by the way. She stayed home and spent the rest of the time sleeping and catching up on her favorite TV shows. To be honest, I was kind of glad that she was ill at that point. My greatest regret and shame. Because I rarely saw her at home. She was always very busy in the shop, planning catering events and whatnot. A few days later and she went back to work feeling better. She thought the illness had passed. But that was just the beginning. Another week after she went back to work, she fell ill again and this time it was worse. She didn't go to the hospital the first time because she thought it was only mild fatigue caused by burnout. But this time, Dad insisted that she went. So that weekend, Mom and Dad took a trip to the city hospital. I stayed at home playing video games. A few hours later, they got back home. From the look on their face, I knew that something was wrong. Mom's eyes were red and she had tear streaks the color of her mascara running down her cheeks, and her nose was puffy. Dad took her straight to the room and I followed them immediately. I asked them what was going on. Dad told me that mom needed to rest and that we'll talk later that night. I wanted to protest, but I decided against it. Dad looked stressed and I didn't want to add more problems to that. I went back to play my game, but I couldn't concentrate. My mind was filled with thoughts of my mom. What was going on with her? Why was she crying? 
And why wouldn't they talk to me? They talked to me about everything, so why is it different this time? I turned off my PlayStation and tried to read some comic magazines, but even that didn't help. I just laid on my bed thinking about the events of the afternoon, till later that evening when it was time for dinner. Mom couldn't cook, so Dad stepped in. Dad wasn't a very good cook, but that night nobody cared. Mom didn't throw jokes about how the pasta's undone or how the meatballs don't look like balls. She just stared blankly at her food. She didn't even touch the fork. I had to tap her shoulder to bring her back to reality. By the end of dinner, none of us had eaten up to 25% of our food. But this time, it wasn't because the food was terrible. When I couldn't take it anymore, I asked what the problem was. Even when dad told me to go to my room and we'll talk about it in the morning, I remained adamant. I told him that whatever the bad news was, I could handle it. And me not knowing is even worse, because I'll spend the whole night trying to figure it out and I won't be able to sleep. Dad sighed and decided to tell me. He said that the hospital had just diagnosed mom of stage 4 cancer, and the prognosis is very bleak. They were still trying chemo, but there was a high chance that it wasn't going to work. I knew that she was sick, and it was bad, but my mind never even considered cancer. I was beyond shocked when the words dropped from his lips. I thought I would feel better when I knew what was going on, when I didn't. But that was a lie. At the end of the day, I tossed and turned on my bed, thinking about my mom and how I might lose her. The next few days in my summer holiday took a turn. I didn't even play my games or read anymore. I spent time with my mom, helping her do whatever she wanted to do whenever dad had to work. Her employees had to take over the pastry shop because she started to spend a lot of time in the hospital. She started the chemo treatment, and for a while it looked like it was working. Mom started to get a bit better, but the universe was only taunting us. When I thought she was getting out of the woods, her condition became a lot worse. School resumed, but I didn't leave my mom's side for a few days. Eventually, Dad decided that she needed to be in the hospital to get better care. She never came back home. She died in the hospital a few months later. My freshman year is my worst year to date. I was halfway through the school year when she actually died. I was inconsolable. Dad was distraught, but he tried his best to be there for me. As a result of this tragedy, I did poorly in the exams and I had to go to summer school to make up for my grades. I spent close to two months in summer school and when I came back, what I met at home shocked me. Dad was chatting with a woman in the living room. Now his talking to a strange woman wasn't the problem, it was the fact that she was sitting on mom's favorite seat in the living room. How on earth can she do that? And why would he allow her to do that? When they became aware of my presence, dad tried to introduce me to this woman, but I didn't give him a chance. I went upstairs with my bag and stayed in my room. A few minutes later, dad came up, asking me to come down to meet his friend. I told him I can't because I wasn't feeling very good and I needed some sleep. He looked disappointed, but he didn't push further. I thought that was the last day I was going to see her, but I was wrong. Just three days later, she came to our house again, and this time, I couldn't get out of meeting her. She introduced herself as Mindy. P.S. Not the real name, I made that up to substitute. After the introduction, I was just about ready to leave the living room and lock myself in the bedroom till she was gone. But then, Dad came up with a brilliant idea. Let us all have dinner together. I wasted no time in protesting. I told him that even I was thinking of skipping dinner because I wanted to get ahead with my books. But my dad was not having it. He said it was important that I got to know Mindy and so he wanted me there. 
This is where I started suspecting that something was up. Before then, I had thought that she was a friend from work or something. But if that were true, then why would it be important for me to get to know her? I said sure. Mindy said she was going to cook and even asked me what I wanted to eat. That, for me, was another cause to be worried. Why on earth is she trying so hard to please me? Anyways, I told her I'd prefer to get some pizza instead of her cooking. In all honesty, I didn't feel okay with her cooking. It wasn't her house. She shouldn't be acting so familiar. We got pizza and ate on the dinner table. There, she grilled me about my school and my hobbies. I wasn't really comfortable with her questions, but dad was there, so I had to play nice. After dinner, she decided that she had to leave, and so dad escorted her. I went up to my room to play some video games before going to sleep. A few minutes later, dad came back. He came to my room and said that he had to tell me something. I paused my game and he sat on my bed. He said that he and Mindy were seeing each other and he's really hoping we got along. Hold the fudge up. What? Mom passed less than four months ago. How on earth were they already seeing each other? I know that grief was different for everyone and the process differs, but you cannot tell me that he got over mom that fast. That's impossible. I told him this and even though I tried to keep my tone at a civilized level, I couldn't stop myself from raising my voice. Eventually he left, but not before telling me to be nice to her because it meant a lot to him. I couldn't sleep much that night. My mind was full of all these conspiracy theories about the timeline of their relationship. A part of me even thought, and still thinks to this day to be honest, that he had been in a relationship with Mindy way before mom died. Maybe when mom got sick, he started to look elsewhere for emotional support and that was where they met. That's the only thing that made sense to me. Anyways, I started sophomore year and my dad and I started to drift apart. I relied on my friends in school for emotional support and stuff and conversations between my dad and I was reduced to how was school or pass the remote. A month into sophomore year, dad had another piece of news for me. Mindy was moving in with us. Now if that news hit me like how a grenade would, this hit me like a freaking A-bomb. She had a daughter who was older than me by two years. I didn't even know how to process that information. I thought it was some kind of joke, and it only dawned on me that it was real when a few days later, Mindy came to our place with a moving truck and her daughter. I didn't know what shocked me the most. The fact that they weren't kidding about moving in, or the fact that she actually had a daughter or the fact that I actually knew said daughter. Her name is Claire and she's a senior in my school. She was best friends with one of the most popular girls in school and she was also dating some guy in the basketball team. Claire was one of the worst bullies in school and even though our paths never crossed when I was in freshman year, I've seen her bully guys and girls from a safe distance. As soon as she walked into my house and set eyes on me, I knew we were going to have problems. My dad made me help them with the unpacking, and after they were done, Claire walked into my room and asked where she knew me from. I told her we went to the same school and that I was a sophomore. Then she said okay. Next, she went on a rant about how crazy school is and how there were so many bullies lurking around. Then she suggested that she could protect me from them with her status in school if I do everything she asks of me. She was indirectly telling me to become her slave so that she can protect me from people like her. Of course, I wasn't going to take that deal. I told her thanks, but I'll pass. I went through freshman year without getting bullied. Not even once. I was sure I could do it again. 
She said okay, but there was something about her smile that told me that it wasn't over and she was planning something. The next day at school, during lunch break, two guys walked up to me. They were both seniors and friends of Claire. They roughed me up and collected my lunch money. This had never happened to me at this time, and I knew that Claire was behind it. I knew her game. She wanted to prove to me that she was superior, but she didn't want it to seem like she had anything to do with it. When we got home, I reported this issue to my dad, but like I said, we weren't as close as we were before. He thought I was only causing trouble for him because I didn't want them around. There was no one to complain to, so for a few weeks I endured it, hoping she'll get tired and leave me alone. But that didn't happen. Every time she sent her friends, but she never came to me directly. One day she did something that made me snap. She sent the same guys who took my lunch money to destroy my stuff in my locker. They dumped my books into the trash can, tore up my fantasy football markup, and even broke my Buzz Lightyear action figure. My mom got me that action figure when I finished middle school. That was before she became ill. At that point, I was so pissed, and I knew that I wasn't going to take her bullying any longer. At that point, I'd known Claire for some time, and I knew that she was allergic to hazelnut, but I didn't know when I could slip it into her food. But then her birthday came and her mom, Mindy, wanted to bake her a cake. I slipped in some hazelnut powder inside the flour she wanted to use, and that was all I needed to do. She baked the cake and Claire invited her friends over for a small party. They all ate the cake, and Claire started to cough and puke. She had to be rushed to the hospital. Nobody knew how the hazelnut got into the cake, and I left the house on the day Mindy wanted to bake the cake, so I wasn't a suspect. Eventually, I told Claire what I did and threatened that if she came at me with her friends again, I was going to do worse than that. She tried to report me to my dad and her mom, but they thought she was just being paranoid. When she saw that no one believed her, she decided to stop coming after me. I just hope that when OP was doing this revenge, they knew that their allergy was not severe enough that it could potentially end them. But considering all of the emotions that OP had at the time, considering their mother, their stuff getting destroyed, this person coming into their lives unwillingly and just ruining things for them, I don't know if OP would have really have cared. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand why it got to that point. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 